Can you hear me? Yes, we are. Okay. Recording. We are live and recording. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Biz Bay Bubble, the podcast where we are here to remind you that when you feel good and are your most confident, you are the CEO your mum wants you to marry. I am one. What happened there? <laughs> I am one of your two hosts, Olivia, and joining me today, tomorrow, and every day, it's the one and only Martina Ventura. Oh, can we sit at the same time with me? <laughs> she literally shouted across the room, "It's Martina Ventura!" <laughs> Girl, how are? How are you? I'm good. I am so excited to be here as if I were a guest. Okay, never mind. I'm very, very good, very excited because in two days' time I am moving. I know and 24 hours to go. How exciting. Oh my god, counting the hours. And even though my bedroom still looks like a, a war zone, like you've seen in my oh video. Oh my gosh, yeah, you sent me a video. I was like, yeah, that looks like a war zone. Like there's just <laughs> bags everywhere. Everything's open. Have, do you have like a checklist at this point when you're like, I can't forget this. I can't forget that. The reason why it's such a mess is because I started packing very ordinarily, you know, but then I realized, but I'm just shoving everything in bags. I don't know exactly what it is. And I need a system. So I pulled everything out and I started uh, numbering the bags. And then I made lists on my phone saying, bag number one has this, 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 this. Number, bag number two has this, 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 this. So that's why it was such a mess because I basically halfway through being done, I started packing again. Damn, you're like so organized. I love that. Yeah, I mean, yesterday when I came back from my first time out, time out like um having do you want to share that that looked really exciting i was like editing last week's podcast losing my mind as you must have seen on the stories. because <laughs> like the glitches we have were, like out of this world and i just saw you having a great time having drinks so i was like oh i'm so jealous this is why it's like it's the post-lockdown euphoria because literally all i did was um seeing giovanna for not even two hours i swear to you we saw each other at eight and at 9 30 we're like yeah let's just go literally we had um she had two glasses of wine i had two guinnesses because i'm love that and see guinness is a really like particular drink i feel like or you love it or you hate it there is no in between yeah i agree but i love it it's so good and you know it's one of those things that you cannot get you know you have the guinness cans at the supermarket but it's not the same thing as when you go to a pub like it's literally a different draft and it was so good but again we just went to this ratchet pub in elephant and castle there was nothing major but it was also like the first table i could find oh is it the one next to nando's this is that the pub you went to oh geez i've always wanted to go to that one it looked really cute on the insta stories yeah, no, no, it's nice. It has um, fairy lights on the top of the balcony. I feel like every it. pub in London has fairy lights in their garden, though. It's true. It's the only thing that makes them pretty. Without the fairy lights, you realise it's a ratchet. <laughs> true. Page. That's so true, though. <laughs> That's literally what we did. And it was just an hour and a half. But since it was the first time in so many months, it felt so special and so nice. And just like it's nice to be alive again it's so funny because like obviously in France we're still like in kind of lockdown bars are still closed but I feel like COVID and this whole lockdown situation has done like a 
a weird FOMO thing. Like I was looking at your Insta stories, you having drinks outside and I was so jealous when in like normal life, I'd be like, Oh, good for you. You're having a good time. But like this jealousy I had in me, I was like, what? She's in a bar. She's having a drink. She's having Guinness. Mind you, I don't even like Guinness. And I was so jealous. I was like, I want to be there too. And it's not even how like, yeah, I guess it's just a jealousy for experiences, you know, even the most basic ones that you're like, I'm so sick of sitting on my ass at home even I just want to go to a pub you know like something so trivial and even like it's funny you mentioned because literally like on the 12th of April when things opened up you know what I did because I knew I could not leave like I needed to work all day and I had nothing planned literally all I did was stalk everyone's Instagram stories that I know were in London to see what they were up to and I was I've never stalked somebody online true story but then on, on the 12th of April, I became hysterical. I was like, I want to see what everyone in London is doing. Oh, see, I couldn't have done that. I think I would have got like so much FOMO from it. Like literally just watching your Insta stories yesterday, I was like, damn, I want to be there. So like watching multiple people like go out having drinks or just I'd be, I don't know, I'd be out of myself. I'd be too jealous. I know. But for example, I had the same when you were going to Paris or Lyon or Toulouse. Yeah, see, it's just that that's reversed effect. Because obviously, like now the UK is out of lockdown and we're still in lockdown. So like you, I'm feeling the jealousy towards you that you were feeling t- towards me like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> I will shine. I will show you the fun because then oh, I'll be like, do. Really I'm literally living through you right now. Like a full oh. disclaimer, you have to make it worth it because until we uh, get moving around here, like I'm living through you. I have to make it worse. Okay, cool. Because yesterday, while we were at the pub, I was like, no more, living low, like doing the bare minimum. Let's have a nice social life. And we booked festival tickets for July. Okay, July. Well, I hope my ass can come over to London. I really want to come over. I just want to come back to England. But I can't right now. <laughs> but how was your week how, what's um, up my you? week was good oh my gosh I had one of these days you know when you just like look at your computer and then like you look up and it's already like 5 30 and you have to go home because there's like so much to do oh my gosh I had this realization but we had like fried yeah I think it's Vietnamese food we had at lunchtime with my manager and some of my colleagues and I can't eat fried food when I'm at like the office it made me so sleepy like there was a solid 20 minutes when I went back to work and my manager was full on trying to explain something to me and my eyes were literally closing in front of her and and I'm like I wasn't even concentrating what what she was saying I was concentrating like not falling asleep I was like Olivia get it together you cannot fall asleep right now like I just got so tired suddenly so then I was like okay no more fried food for me like while I'm working because that was like borderline embarrassing Oh, I imagine that's terrible. It's like Christmas coma, but you're at work with your boss. I know. Like, I'm sure she was looking at me like being like, the fuck is wrong with her? Like, she looks like she's going to fall asleep. And like, my eyes were so like heavy and everything. I was like, oh, so yeah, I had like a really, like a really long day at work. Oh, and bless my, my neighbor. He literally texted me. He's like, can you come on the balcony? Cause we have like a balcony where we can like see each other and he had like four four baguettes in his arm he was like do you want them I don't know what to do with them and I had like such like a long draining day I was like yes please give them to me so I literally (laughs) came back in my house and I like had like half a baguette so now I feel great (laughs) like the mood has just gone like from zero to a hundred thanks to that half of a baguette 
That is so kind of him. Yeah, my day has been like draining and food related. Perfect. Just like your casual Thursday. Oh, did I have a coffee? I must say that my company makes really nice coffees. They make a really nice like cappuccino. So that's really nice. Oh, and ever before, you're lucky. You're lucky. Well, I'm not picky. Like you have a really like low taste buds anyway so most things taste amazing to me so probably no, with coffee no, that's not true that's not true you have great yeah, taste have you seen the cooking that is survival and we are not about survival okay? i love how we just associated the word survival with my cooking i'm so sorry <laughs> as my granddad would say i'm not that i'm not marriage material quite yet so i'm like yeah but i'm never gonna be if we like think about it like that material oh hell yeah i have like many other qualities to offer just like cuisine skills are just not it i just can't offer that to my future husband that's boring anyway who wants a chef of a wife i do mm-hmm. but who cares um <laughs> you are funny you are beautiful you are sassy and you will keep your future husband on his toes 24-7, whether he likes it or not. He's such oh, a lucky man. Thanks. That's why you're my bestie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, is there any anything else you want to update on? I feel like we should jump into today's topic. Let's jump. Our topic today is how to get out of a creative funk. Oh, yeah. So, sure. as always we've had a bit of a brainstorm and we've put together points. So we've put together uh, 12 reasons why you could be in a creative funk. And the first one is, is because you're scared of actually starting because you have a fear of failure. And I feel like a lot of people, like when they're like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, like I'm going to run a marathon. And I feel like you always have that little voice in your head where you're like, yeah, but I'm not going to make it to the end. You always have like this little negative voice. And I feel like this negative voice actually, is an obstacle from actually starting to do something you want to do yeah preach to the choir fear is such a sucker of joy i know it really is and like it's so stupid because we always fear what we don't know will happen so like why do we fear it because we don't know what the outcome is going to be i guess it's because what we're comfortable with even though it doesn't make us happy at least we know it I feel like that is also tied to you know being afraid of what people will think of you which is the most stupid of things that should block you from having your dream. Yeah, totally. We put that really cool, in, um, interesting post. I actually reposted it from you. Uh, seven mm-hmm. things I wish I knew earlier. That thing you posted on Instagram, I thought it was so good. Unlike how you sh- truly shouldn't like give a shit about what people think about you. And people don't think as much about you as you think they do. And that is so true. 100% like when uh, the first time I saw that quote was so many years ago and for me that was a catalyst for really feeling so much fear because I used to be paralyzed by what people thought of me you know when I had my blog and uh, during my bachelor years and that was like my sort of career I didn't tell anybody like I did not tell anybody and then when people like my my Instagram was as well in journal. And when people started finding out my Instagram and then they saw that I had thousands of followers, I was mortified. Really? Yeah. Instead of being happy that, um, you know, what I was doing was exciting and fun. I was mortified because then, I mean, I was still living in Italy back then and Italian people bless their hearts. They are so judgmental. They always think they are the coolest because Italians, you know, fashion, art, blah, 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 yada, yada. But they are so 
stuck in their own ways, like old ways. They still think it's the nineties with Gianni Versace. Like, no. Um, and I remember so many people making fun of my blog when they found out that was horrible. And now that I'm older, I'm like, yeah, these people were losers. Why would you make fun of my website that was creating a buzz? I was having followers. I was having people contacting to work with me. And you were having fun, most importantly. Yeah, but you know what? I was not even having fun at that point because I was like, I was um, so fixated on what people were thinking that I was more like trying to have a contingency plan of, half of my time was focused on, you know, building my business, but not having people finding out. Yeah. And I was like, it seems like I'm hiding. It seems like I'm not proud. And in my head, I was like, no, I am proud, but I'm also afraid of what people will think. And in my case, it went really wrong in the sense that people really did shit on what I was doing. But then if anybody is feeling the same, my only advice is if I could go back, I would tell myself, snap the freak out of it because who are these people judging you? They're losers. The fact that they were judging you just makes, I don't know, it's just so fucking stupid, really. Like everybody yeah. does their own thing. And if you don't, like if they don't like your blog, like just don't look at it. Like you don't have to like be mean or rude towards it. Yeah, but instead they would just make fun of the fact they're like, oh, Sven Jordan, blah, 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 blah. Because Sven was my surname, like, not my surname, my nickname in high school, Sven. Um, because my surname is Ventura. And then they were like, oh, it's Sven. Um, so I took it from there and then they started saying, oh, Sven Journal, what are you doing today? Mm-mm, what are you going to post today? I'm like, and instead of being like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to use this energy to prove them so wrong that they will ask if I'm hiring at some point. I let this fear hold me back so much. Yeah. That then I can go, you know, full in on it. And then I started thinking, oh, you know what? Maybe this is all wrong. Maybe I should just focus more on uni instead of making this my full job, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, it just got so tainted that then I closed my blog because I was like, I'm not feeling the passion for it anymore because of all the negativity. I want something new. I want to start fresh. And that's, that's the thing. But it, you know, it's just the fear of what people think of you. It's like, no. I know. I feel like if we didn't think about what people thought about us, like we would do so much, like we would do anything and everything that would make us happy. Cause we, we would just do it uh, on what we want to do without thinking that what other people are going to think. And I feel like that is very fear driven too. Like if you want to like start a business or whatever, you're always going to be like, Oh, but what if people I know find out what if it fails? But that's the thing about fear. Like, why do you fear something that has not happened? Like maybe you can start a business and it's going to go really well, but then there's always going to be this little voice in your head. It's going to go like, no, it's going to fail. Like that's not good. What you're doing is not good. So yeah, I feel like that's yeah. really hard to get that little voice out of your head. Cause I feel like, cause of what you see on social media and everything, like it's always going to be there and it's really hard to like mute it. One of my colleagues told me that was really touching was like, um, the fact that he said, oh, you know, I'm actually very impressed with what you're doing with the podcast. The fact that you're putting yourself out there, you're very brave. I mean, brave is people that go to war. I don't think that's us. But he was like, <laughs> no, I don't think uh, so. <laughs> yeah, no, let's, let's tone it down. Um, saying, oh, I'm very, you're very brave. And it has really inspired me to do something on my own. And that really impressed me because he said, you know, I'm starting, like, I'm not going to say, well, and whatever, but he basically started something with a friend and was like, oh, you know, I'm starting to think, but don't tell anybody, but I wanted to tell you because I feel comfortable enough coming to you with these. 
because you obviously do the blogs, like you don't care about what people think, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, imagine if everybody was fully themselves and the people that you would inspire without even knowing. Like, yeah, this guy literally started a business because he was, uh, he felt like, you know what, let's do it. Let's create something. Yeah, I love that. Moving on to the moving <laughs> on to point number two. It's all about rethinking the process. And I feel like that's really important because I mean I can use myself as an example. Like when I come back from work or like a day at school, like I just come back. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, yeah, tonight when I get home, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And when I come back from school or or like work, like I'm just so drained and I start doing other things. And by the time I actually get to like working on the podcast and things like that like I'm so drained I'm like yeah I'm not feeling it I'm not going to do it and then this feeling and this vicious circle just gets moved on day by day week by week and then like three weeks later I still haven't done what I really wanted to do and I feel like that's really important in realizing like your process and why you're not getting things done like I know that when I come back from work like I know what makes me happy and I know what I need to make a priority so for example when I come back from work I'm tired but I know that I need to use that little bit of concentration I have left to like work on the podcast or help come up with like podcast ideas or things like that oh yeah absolutely I mean I see you doing it day in and day out i remember like i messaged you the other day i'm like i don't know how you're doing these things you're so inspiring that after work you come home and you get to smash your homework for school the podcast the design so many things the workouts i'm like how do you do that <laughs> that is oh, so thanks. That's so nice it is it is honestly you feel like you're such your power like you know the the bunny batteries. I'm like, how does she do everything? But clearly you're rethinking the process here. I had a talk with myself a couple of weeks ago and I was like, you know what makes you happy? Why don't you just focus on these things and make those things a priority? I mean, up with a podcast ideas that makes me really happy. And I like to brainstorm about all things about the, the biz babe bubble. And that's why I try and make a priority because I know that at the end of the day, I feel like I've completed something really cool and I'll be really excited about it. Do you think that by prioritizing what makes you happy, you've dropped certain habits that you were doing or things that you used to do just because, just because in favor of pursuing. Oh, a thousand percent. Like for example, like my schoolwork, like for, it's a silly thing. Like I used to come home from work, do my schoolwork and then work on the podcast. And now I've tried to flip that, sell that over. But like by the mm -hmm. time I start doing schoolwork, like I'm so over it. So I like postpone it, postpone it. And then it's like, like for example tonight i'm like shit i have so much things to do but here you are with the podcast i know once again <laughs> you know what it's the podcast that is going to pay for your dreams well that's, well, that's what i'm banking on that's why i'm giving it my all that's true that's true that's true and we're gonna make it happen that's it yes girl are there any like processes that you have had to rethink for example like your morning routine that was something we talked about a couple of weeks ago Oh yeah. I mean, um, I didn't even think about it because I've changed it so long ago, I feel like. So, uh, yeah, in terms of rethinking the process, um, latching on to what you said about focusing a little bit more on doing the things that make you happy instead of filling your days with things you dread, waking up earlier, you know, getting my coffee in, in bed, reading a book, meditating and, um, you know, also getting back into having a workout before I start my full day, those things pay dividends like no other. And you know what? The thing is, the time will pass anyway. And in my case, if I was not doing all these things that bring me a lot of joy, I would literally be waking up early, 
being on my phone until I was eight and I needed to shower and get ready for work. Obviously, get ready for work, which is the desk still in the bedroom. <laughs> Five <laughs> steps away. <laughs> yeah, um, probably not even that. So literally, I can touch my bed from my desk. So, you know, you can imagine. Um, so that was my way of rethinking the process. And I think prioritizing the... Um, the podcast but this is also because of our, our accountability factor that we have with each exactly. other exactly and i feel like that's really important too and this is why like teaming up with somebody is so cool because there's always somebody to like inspire you like somebody to be like let's do it like to encourage you to like always be yeah. better and want to give it your all because you're like damn if she's giving it her all like i'm gonna give it my all because i don't want to be like at 50 percent when you're 100 in our case, it's always nice because when the other is down, the other picks it up. When somebody and the other way around, like you know, yeah, we've got each other. Like, yeah. When when somebody's fifty percent, the other's gonna do a hundred and fifty percent, which has been you for the past month. To be fair, no, no, I feel like we balance each out like quite well, and I'm really like I love the dynamic we have. I do. But I feel like that's because of our personalities, and I feel like our personalities balance each other really well. I mean, we say yeah. that and in a month's time, we'll be like, fuck you. No, never, never. I think we will. Remember the time that we got into a fight about the graphics and I was like, oh, we got work. into an argument about Instagram. That was so funny. We got over a voice note mess, a fight, which is like the worst fight to get over. Because <laughs> like Martina sent me one and I was like, wait, wait, what did you say? And then I sent her another one. We just should have just called each other. And then we were getting all fired up on each of our sides and then you facetimed me and you were like yeah we should probably just talk here and I was like right <laughs> yeah but then uh, it was so funny because I was like I could not I literally called you in the middle of the working day because I was like I cannot go the entire day annoying that we were on a fight I was like I really cannot process it like I need to make it right with you I was like I can't I really can't be in a fight with Olivia life is wrong if we're in a fight point number three it's a bit tiny into what you were saying about your colleague it's just stars and I know that the first step is the hardest it, it really mm-hmm. is but just start just don't give a fuck about what people are thinking about you just take away the fear and just start because once you start and you get into the groove of things and you make it a priority and you rethink the process like it's it's gonna flow because when you really have your heart in a project like it, it's gonna show and you're gonna be excited and you want you're going to want to do more and more of it Mm-hmm. And you will attract the right people and the right opportunities with your excitement and with you being proud of what you're doing, even if it's like day one of a project that will take a thousand days, you know, you started and you're already ahead of the curve of all the people that said that they may or may not start, they will do it, they will do it differently than you, you know, everybody will have opinions, but you've started, they're already behind you. Exactly. Yeah. A thousand percent. As long as you start, you're already winning. Like you just take that first step and you're already winning. Our our next point is try and limit yourself in the way that, and I feel like I'm the queen of doing that. I want to do everything and I want to do everything now. Like I need (laughs) I, I, I always want to do everything and then I get so frustrated with myself because like an hour later I haven't done everything I wanted to do and it's just like trying to limit yourself and I, I've tried to do that it's like doing a planner being like this month I want to get this done next month I want to get this done and the more realistic tasks you put in place like the more you will get them done and the more you'll feel satisfied because I don't know about you but I am the queen of like a to-do list that is impossible to do 
And then I get yeah. so frustrated with myself. I'm like, why didn't I do that? Well, yeah, because like 55 things are not poss- physically possible to be done in one day. <laughs> but like in my head, I'm like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> to do list. Have you met me? I got you. I own you. <laughs> So yeah, that has been my struggle. And I feel like just shortening your to-do list and like taking like realistic limiting steps so you actually get things done properly in a timely manner are super important. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It's always, um, you can always overestimate the time that it will take you to do a task. And if by the afternoon you've already finished everything already, that will make you feel so good. And if you want, you can start with the task for the next day. exactly and then you'll feel like so good about yourself because you'll be like i'm on top of the world our next point that we put together is like not being scared to ask for help like if you're not if for example you want to do something a bit different than your normal skill set like don't be afraid to ask for help one thing that one of the projects that i want in life is creating um clothing line but like bespoke suits kind of thing and I didn't even know where to start. So I approached my friend Julia who um, studied fashion and design and she, and I, I just came very humbly to her. I'm like, I have this idea. Please <laughs> don't judge me. I know it's stupid. And then she was like, it's absolutely not stupid. I am absolutely not judging you. I think it's great. Uh, let me help you. And she even just, just took ask questions, you know, because I asked her questions about how our production would work, how you would find suppliers and things like that. And that really sparked a massive interest in me. But imagine if just talking about it turned me off. Imagine if you ask for help, for guidance, and then you you speak to somebody and then you realize, actually, this is not for me. I'm not interested. But then at least you tried and then you don't have the what if, what if in your head. And then you can jump on to the next thing, you know, but at exactly. least you tried and Mm-mm. oh my gosh like Mm-mm. living with the what if is my biggest fear in life like no jokes like I'm so scared like in 30 years I'd be like what if what if I actually tried what if I actually put myself out there what if I gave it my all you know yeah it's it's the worst it gives me so much anxiety to think about wasting opportunities and time so that's why I'm like yeah let's fuck it let's do the podcast let's do the clothing line let's do this yeah. let's do that let's get to the food <laughs> let's do it all baby Mm-mm. our next point is taking care of yourself like it's it's all good to be like doing your to-do li- like going out your goals like planning everything out but you also like have to take care of yourself you also have to like check in with yourself and realize like am I having a good time is this like putting too much pressure on me and if it is like how can I cope with this pressure like you it's really important to like just check in with yourself and see like, yes, you're putting out yourself out there. You're trying to put fear to the side, but like, just, I don't know, just take care of yourself, girl. Yeah. Honestly, I love this point. Checking in with yourself is so crucial. Like self-awareness is truly key to so many things in your life. I mean, even um, just thinking about um, what I said in a previous um, episode when we're just checking in with what happened, I was like, oh, with the, the crush, uh, I checked in with myself and I really realized, would I really, really want this? And the answer turned out to be no. But imagine if I hadn't and I would have just gone through the motions and stayed with this person again and again and again yeah. without actually realizing, you know, if you are with somebody that you're not 100% sure of and you're not obsessed with, 
you are literally blocking the way for somebody better or if you are in a job you don't like you are wasting the time on it while you could be doing something else that you love so much more a thousand percent here here sister like I, that's why i love journaling and it's been mm-hmm. so helpful for me like i know it's not for everybody for me personally it's been so so helpful because if i'm feeling down if i'm feeling anxious like if i write it out i can pinpoint what's making me upset that's awesome honestly that's so great such a great tool and moving into next point i love when i say moving into next point (laughs) (laughs) eliminate distractions and that is so easy but yet so hard to do i don't know about you but i'll be at my computer doing things and i'll be just like oh somebody's texted me 20 minutes later i'm in an instagram black hole i haven't like (laughs) like actually kept doing my work i'm like sending snapchats watching (laughs) random videos oh my gosh you know when you go in these real that real scroll on instagram i don't know what it's called do you when you go on search and then you can just look at watch so many reels oh my gosh that's a problem like if i start i can't stop i actually don't think that removing noise is easy because i struggle with it so much i literally need to summon all my self-discipline and try to man myself you know to parent myself and be like okay i've got time limits on instagram on tiktok um i also put my phone on do not disturb a lot Mm -hmm. i literally only check it um i check it once an hour to see if you texted me to be honest um (laughs) if you need anything you know like with this thing with the beast babe like or if you need to talk or if you need to vent or whatever i checked if you sent me a message and right now i'm also checking a lot for um my new 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 flat so you know if my my friends i who i'm moving with those things i'm checking but other than that i'm really mindful i literally take my phone and tell myself I'm going to do this. This is why I'm taking my phone right now. I don't want to jump on Instagram. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I'm literally checking my messages. That's it's it. so hard because like muscle memory is the real thing. Oh, yeah. like, I don't know about you, but the number of time I just take my phone and be like, oh, I'm just going to look at the on this on Google Maps at this address. And then I'm just scrolling for Instagram. And I'm like, what the hell? I didn't even want to look at Instagram. I wanted to like find my, the address of this place. How did it come here? Um, one thing you could do is change the position of your Instagram app. Yeah, we've That's talked about this on the podcast. I really need to do that because sometimes I'm like, come on, Olivia, get it together. Moving into our next point, <laughs> find the perfect environment. And it's true. Like, I feel oh like in some environments, you're like so inspired and you want to take on the world. And in some environments, like, you're just like, I can't deal with this. Like, for example, like my, like, heaven environment is my grandma and granddad's house and my mum's house I just feel like so at home and like so cozy and yeah I love it I just feel like super inspired there I feel like I can get so much done because I don't know I feel like I'm just in a really great environment I feel like this is the most poignant point for me because I complain to you about these so much about space and energy it's so true it is true it is so true like Uh, for some people it's not that big of a deal but for me like the space you're in um, affects your energy at least my energy so much and it's not one thing that a lot of people I feel like talk about but if you're feeling like you're in a rut and you literally cannot pinpoint what it is it really could just be the space you're in nothing wrong with the space you're in you just need 
to vacate the place and change vibe. Literally, I am changing flat because of these. <laughs> it's um, a new vibe, baby. It is. But also, if you're anything like me and you think, oh my God, why am I so stuck? It may be because for different things, you need to be in different rooms. Like working out. I cannot work out in my bedroom. Like I really... I really can. I will do it one time and it will feel, it feels worse than dropping 2K in tax returns. You know, like it just, <laughs> it just feels worse. I'm not even kidding. I just feel like I'd rather pay 2K. But then if you go to the gym, you smash your workouts, you're so happy. Um, so if you think, oh, why am I such a rat? Why am I not working out? Blah, blah, blah. Think about, oh, maybe you have this spatial um, perception of certain activities. So you're working on your book. You cannot work on your book. Uh, on your couch maybe you need to be by your breakfast nook I don't know you are studying you cannot study in your bedroom you need to study in the kitchen you know it yeah. just figure what works for you or move flat like I'm doing <laughs> highly recommend it. just if you want to be like super extreme just move flat you know just do it the Martina way it's a no, good it's way you know it's not extreme no I'm joking because you've been wanting to move forever I have been in such a rut and the fact that I secured my place and then I booked my um, moving van with, I feel like Olivia, please tell me that you're already feeling a better energy coming from me because a I am. A thousand percent. You just lied. Your voice went such a high pitch. No, I swear. No, no, I can just like feel that you're so much more happier, but I feel mm-hmm. like Saturday morning, the happiness is going to reach a peak, a peak that oh, I haven't, I haven't heard and seen in a while. Oh my God, I'll be FaceTiming you with my boxes and be like, check me out, new me. How exciting. (laughs) And our last point for this topic is walk away. So I see walking away as walking away from people who don't encourage you and don't like I would say inspire you, but more like people who, who know what you really want to do. Take this example because it happened yesterday and that's why I wrote down this point. It's, um, so the guy I'm seeing right now, The Crush, uh, he texted me last night and he was like, oh, uh, I, can't, I can't find the new episode of the Biz Bay Bubble. And I was like, oh yeah, because uh, we have a problem with the editing. It's taking longer than we thought. And he was like, okay, well, I hope it's up soon. Publishing the episodes on Wednesdays make you happy. And that made me so happy because I was like, damn, like he, he really knows what I'm striving for. And he knows what, wow. how I feel like I've reached my daily goal when every Wednesday I press send or like you press send and we know that it's live and uploaded. It makes me so happy when we don't miss the deadline. He's one of the persons I surround myself with, but he knows like what truly means a lot to me. That is so supportive. And yeah, knowing what matters to you and the fact that what matters to you is important to him, that is the type of people you want in your life. That's the only type of people you want in your life. Yeah, I thought that was so cute. So yeah, just try and like build a circle or just like surround yourself with people that you know that want only success from you and they will like push you and like do everything that they can and motivate you. 100%. Like to line back on the my previous uh, website, uh, like example the people that were making fun of my um of my blog website whatever none of them are in my life anymore and not because i got offended but because um you start realizing that making fun of something that you do or just um downplaying what is important to you uh 
is just um, a manifestation of the fact that you are gonna go in different directions. Yeah, a thousand percent. And that, it, and that you need to basically cut the cord with people that will hold you back. The people that make fun of your dreams are the people that will hold you back. So you need to say, see ya. Well, certainly not. <laughs> but also if you're afraid of cutting cords with certain people, know that I do have a lot of friends and all of them are supportive and nice and amazing and doing their own thing and not making fun of anybody because making fun of people is lame and it's bullshit exactly. and you will find your people. Yeah, I mean, like I've said a thousand times on this podcast, like you don't need 50 friends. You just need five amazing friends that will be there through thick and thin with you. And at the end of the day, if you're feeling shit, if you have a problem, you know that whatever the time, whatever the day, like you can call them and you know that they'll be there. Like I truly, truly stand by that. Or you can also message us and we will stand by you. Exactly, girl, we're here for you. (laughs) Call (laughs) us, message us. Those were all the points about how to get out of a creative funk. I hope that they helped you, inspired you. And yeah, if they did, please let us know. You know, a last thing I would say is speak to yourself like you would speak to a friend. If someone came to you and said, oh, I'm going to start a business, I will do this, I'll do that. You would be a cheerleader to them. You would tell them, I am so proud of you. This is amazing. You should continue. And be your own cheerleader when nobody else is doing it. Don't quit. Martina, that's beautiful. And I feel like we should finish today's episode on that. Oh, should we do the Biz Babe of the Week? Yes, I was waiting on you. Oh, yes. So with Martina, we have decided that we're going to implement every two weeks a Biz Babe of the Week. So it can be... It can be anybody from a celebrity, a woman killing it in the business world, somebody who's just done a good, like, a good movement, a good action. I don't really know how you say it. Or you can nominate your friends, your family, somebody you want us to, like, shout out on the podcast. I feel like this is going to be really, really fun. And for our first biz babe of uh, this, well, I mean, of for our biz babe of the week is Martina, take it away. It's not one, it's two. Oh yeah, but they make one business together. Yes, it's Sandra Rocks. It's a beautiful, beautiful company. It's female-owned. It's a small business from the UK. And they have the most amazing cocktail making kits, like the proper tools and for they it. Are stunning. And stunning. You bet your ass, Sandra Rock. I am coming with a nice oh, big a order. As yeah, in my house. When you <gasps> they want. have like diamond ice uh, ice cubes. Like, who has that? That's insane. That's so bougie. That's so extra. Literally, so when we were on the live and they showed the diamond um ice tray, I was like, girl, I literally saw that on the on their page on their shop. Sorry, and I was like, who does that? I've never seen it. I need it. <laughs> It's so good. So yeah, our biz babe of the week are the two founders of Sun and the Rocks. We did a live with them last Saturday and we will be doing one soon and we will be having them on the podcast so they can talk a bit about their business, how they got started and what they're doing up to now and what they see their vision for the future. I feel like that's going to be such a fun interview to do. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I love you guys. I love you, Olivia. (laughs) We will talk soon. I love you too. I hope that your move goes really well and we can't wait to like do our first episode in your new apartment. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Biz Babe Bubble, the podcast where we are here to remind you that when you feel good and are your most confident, you already are the CEO your mum wants you to marry. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. 
and give us a review. That would be great. Thank you so much for listening until the end and we will see you next week for a whole new one. Take care and have a great week. Bye.